Today, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, we celebrate one of the major feasts in our holy Orthodox Church. The feast of the elevation of the precious and life-giving cross. Now I remember this being the first feast that we celebrated every fall semester at Holy Cross Seminary. It was also the patronal feast day of the school, and it was therefore always, always such a joyous and blessed occasion in the community that we lived, and we all came together on this holy day uh, to venerate the cross. And I thank God that I now have the opportunity to celebrate this holy day back with my parish family here at St. Peter's. And as I look out over the parish tonight, as I look out at each and every single one of you, I am reminded of what the cross of our Lord means to us not only as Christians, but as Orthodox Christians. The cross that we wear around our necks, most if not all of us do, or that we venerate at every divine liturgy. The cross that is carried at every procession, like the one that we will do here in just a few minutes. And the cross that is depicted in many of our icons is not merely a meaningless object that we use, use, because we are Christian. But it is because it is the instrument by which our Lord used to destroy death and to bring us life. That very instrument that was utilized by the Romans and the Roman Empire to bring death, fear, and destruction was now transformed into an instrument of life, of courage, and of restoration. And that is why, as Orthodox Christians, we can and we do look upon the cross as more than just a piece of jewelry and more than just a church decoration, right? Because our Lord willingly gave Himself to be crucified on that cross. And in we, and because of that, we as Orthodox Christians can proclaim, can proclaim that through the cross we find our salvation, we find our hope, and we find our faith. The world looks upon the cross my friends, with disbelieving and shameful eyes. Just as we heard in the epistle, it's folly to the world, right? But for us, the cross, that cross, is the instrument of victory. And this, dearly beloved, is the way of the cross. Just as Christ carried His physical cross on His way to crucifixion, so we must too, we must too carry our cross through this life 
if we want to share in the joy of his resurrection and his victory over death. No, I have to say that this doesn't mean that we go out looking for persecution, that we go out seeking martyrdom, but that we, it does mean that we continuously seek to die to our sinful desires and our actions every day. That we seek to crucify our habits of thought, of word, and of deed that often leads us to worship ourselves instead of Christ. Christ was not serving himself when he willingly stretched his arms and his hands out upon that cross and made that very moment that the greatest event in human history. There can never be another event like that. When God incarnate, the second person of the Holy Trinity, the Son of God, gave His life so that all of His creation, all of us, could be redeemed through His glorious resurrection. This is what we participate in when we take up our cross and we follow Him. This is what we participate in. As St. Paul said of himself, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In other words, what St. Paul is saying is, by dying to his sins, Paul became a living icon of the Lord. Our Savior's glorification of humanity was made present not only in the life of St. Paul, but also in all of our holy saints of the church. All of them. They all became themse truly themselves. They all became what it means to be a true human being. What they were created to become in the divine image and the likeness of Christ by sharing in His death. And his resurrection, which we are all called to do. The cross, dearly beloved, it brings us new life. And this is the logic of the cross, despite what the world has to say about it. It is very different than how the world looks at the cross, right? When we accept the cross of Christ, it overshadows us in our entire being. Most of the time when something unjust happens to us, what do we do? Or when we think some great wrong has been heaped upon us, what do we do more often than not? We grumble, we complain, and we resist, right? We say to ourselves, why did this happen to me? Or maybe something along the lines of this isn't fair. I think we have said this myself included, to ourselves several times. But I think we completely forget sometimes that the main thing that should happen to us, which is our salvation, is based on the greatest injustice of all time. The crucifixion of Jesus. Again, the Son of God 
and our Lord. St. John Chrysostom says, The cross is the hope of Christians, the staff of the lame, the comfort of the poor, the destruction of all pride, the victory over devils, the guide of the youth, the pilot of mariners, the refuge of those who are in danger, the counselor of the just, the rest of the afflicted, the physician of the sick, and the glory of the martyrs. Again, St. John Chrysostom. So, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, in several minutes, as I said, shortly after the prayer behind the ambone, we will do the procession of the cross from the altar throughout the nave and place it here on this table. And as we do so, I would encourage each of us, myself foremost and included, to take up our own cross and to follow Christ. Every struggle, every hardship, and every sin that we endure is our cross. And I would urge us all to not give up carrying that cross to defeat and overcome these things, but that we draw near to Him who was crucified upon that cross, that we may be too able to overcome the things that burden us and that afflict us always through His grace. For as is said in, in, the, in, that, in the that we have beheld of Orthros and liturgy, O come, all ye faithful, let us adore Christ's holy resurrection, for lo, through the cross is joy coming to all the world. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen.